Hallelujah. Oh, let's give him praise. Glory and honor this morning. God so loved that he came. Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you. All glory and honor to you. any 
bless you, Lord. We love you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Oh, God, we love you, Lord. Keep us, Lord, from wasting the talents you've given us for the time you've allotted us. Keep us, Lord, from spending on that which is not bread, for giving our all to those things that matter so little. But, oh, Lord, I pray this day that you'd revive dreams that have died. I pray that you would awaken callings that we've allowed the dust to settle on. I pray that this would be a day that you'd remind us of the promises we've made in the past, but for some reason we've failed to carry them out. I pray, oh, God, this would be a day. You'd speak to us personally. You'd speak to us as families that we can look back at this day. And recognize this was a day of change and transition. This was a day of rearrangement where we set things down and we put things where they belonged. And this was the day that we began a fresh season of fruitfulness and obedience to the Lord our God. If you believe that, say amen with me. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Oh, he's worthy. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord, that you'll use us. Thank you, Lord, that you'll use us. Thank you, Lord, the privilege you'll actually use us and allow us to be part of what you're doing in the earth. Amen. You may be seated. You ever think about that? The, the carnal look at it as like God's bugging me. The spiritual say, man, God's using me. The, the, the carnal, oh, man, do I really have to be committed to something? But the spiritual, oh, Lord, thank you for the honor that you would take this lump of clay and you'd allow me to do something that blesses you and touches people in your name. What a privilege, amen? Wow, wow, that I get to teach a class, that I get to share the faith, that I get to visit someone and give them a cold water in the name of the Lord, amen? Hallelujah. It's so good to have everybody out this morning. We are so blessed to have um, Bishop and Sister Jones with us from Chicago. As you know, Christina and I went a few weeks ago and got to visit that great city, and we were, we were really honored to be able to minister at his pastor's conference, and we had a great time, and um, they're just great people. They're no strangers to us. I'm expecting. I'm always expecting. Let us be expecting as God's servant comes. Everybody let's give Bishop a big God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all yours. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah.
Wow. You know, I go to a lot of places, contact a lot of people, but I can actually tell you I don't, I can't have a place I enjoy coming better than here. And the reason being is that you reach out with all your heart to God, you bring down the presence of God, and people can experience and encounter the presence of God. And there's nothing like going to church encounter, encountering God. Because that's what it's all about, is encountering God. You are blessed, as I said. You are blessed to have a great church, I, I tell you. You are blessed a lot. Yes, give the Lord a round of applause. So many churches are losing the presence and power of God, but you value the presence and power of God, and you value the gifts of the Spirit. So make sure you continue to crave that and thirst for that. Uh, your pastor and his wife came to Chicago and blessed us in an unusual way. We certainly thank you for allowing them to come, and we want them to come back again either this coming year or the following year. On. You know, Chicago's a place you fall in love with, but he loves you, so he'll come back. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I've already spoken about the fact your worship service is just, in fact, I'm going to call some friends today and encourage them to check it out. It is really, really off the chart. So thank you. I was blessed by that. Amen. We began helping, to, in fact, last, winter, uh, last Sunday night I was in Winter Haven, Florida, we're hopping with a church downtown there, right in the movie theater downtown, all on our urban church, and we're just excited about it. In fact, uh, the pastor and I are working out some things where we'll come back in February. We're just, um, our, our goal is to have at least 15 people. I'm a Vietnam vet, you gotta understand that. There's just something about me like hitting the ground and, and knocking on doors and infiltrating the neighborhood, infiltrating the community. That's what we're gonna do for two days, so certainly be praying for, it's the 9th of, uh, of February that we're going to do it. And then we need you to pray that we've started our church in Minneapolis, Minnesota, but we need to find a building to house the church in, or on. So just to remember that in prayer. Uh, I wrote a book. First of all, let me just tell you, I'm getting some dental work done, and I don't like pain, and I'm slow in getting it done. So I need you to pray that God will just help me speed it up. Amen. That I got an appointment on the 28th, and I'll stick with it. I wrote a book on, as you know, that I try to tell somebody about Jesus every day of my life. Because to go back to the song we sung today, he's been so good, so great, so marvelous. And he's been so good and so great and marvelous. You and I got to tell the story. And I wrote a book is that, it's not about the book. It's about the message. It's the theme is open your mouth. That's what Christians need to do. Open their mouth to the neighbor, to the grocery store person, to the patient, the doctor. I think I told you that I led my doctor to Jesus. Ordered on. I went in his office about a year ago, and he asked me. Uh, he was just talking. He says, what do you do? I said, I get people ready for eternity. <laughs> He said, well, tell me about that. Well, and I went on to talk, and I was going to stop, sir. And he said, tell me more about that. Oh, Lord. And uh, I think the virus had frightened him. <laughs> and I went on and told him, no, more. And at the end of our conversation, the doctor, would you like to get right with God and know that you're going to go to heaven? He said, yes. He said, let me close my door. We closed the door, and I prayed with him. And he gave his life to Jesus. Amen. Well, that all happened because I had the courage to open my mouth. I got on the elevator this morning at the hotel. There's a young Hispanic guy, must have been in his 40s. He lives in Jacksonville, and he said he's going home. To, he didn't know I was a preacher or anything like that. Going home, watch the football games. I said, have it ever occurred to you that uh, Sunday's a God's day, and you should be on your way to church? He said, yeah, you're right. And I said, we in America are stealing God's day. 
and we don't need to do that. He thanked me and said he was going to make a difference. So I don't know what he's going to do, but, you know, at least I opened my mouth. So I want you to come to our table. Even if you can't afford it, I want to put this book in your hand because my goal is to help Christians bring people to Jesus. Because every day I think about eternity. Think about friends that are not going to be there. And I want to make sure that I've done my part. You want to make sure that you've done your part to get them there. And may God help all of us. doesn't matter who we're to do it. Amen. All right, my wife is going to come and sing, and I'm going to come back and preach. Amen. We just uh, celebrated 49 years of uh, marriage. And <laughs> next, next Sunday, she'll turn 70. <laughs> Amen. I don't take that lightly because when I was 50, the devil told me I wouldn't see 50 when I was 49 because I was so ill. So I'm 20 years past the devil's lies, and I'm thanking God. I'm thanking God. Amen. Amen. Bishop did mention to you that we do have other things on the table just in brief. Um, Kathy's depression concession stand. You know, people who are going through any kind of depression, you need to get if you're going through it yourself, you need to get the book. Uh, whose man is this? Some of you have got relatives and daughters and grandsons and who've got the wrong man. They need to get the right man. Whose man is this? <laughs> and they need to stay married if they're married and they're going through issues. Also, Bishop mentioned his book, um, Open Your Mouth. And then uh, my newest release, Whose Child Is This? Uh, the DNA of Parenting for Those children, Making Children That God, You, and the World Would Like. I'm going to sing for you Warfare Tears. Amen. Anybody got some Warfare Tears out there? Amen. Thank you, Pastor Joe and, and First Lady. We just thank you all for having us. He really did bless us when he came to Chicago. Amen. All right, all right. <laughs> yes. Somebody say yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Satan, you lose. Don't you let these tears I'm crying leave you confused. For these tears I'm shedding, they ain't crying no blues. I've been down here on my knees telling my Savior all my fears. And he's taken away my sorrow, giving me warfare tears. I've got a warfare tears. I've got warfare tears. Cause Satan he loses. Oh yeah. He better get up on out of here. Well I've got warfare tears. I got warfare tears. Cause Satan he loses. Oh yeah. He better get up on out of here. Now Hannah she prayed in bitterness of soul. Her lips <laughs> They moved, but her words could not be told. Even Eli, the priest from God, didn't recognize Christ was near. He had taken away her sorrow, given her warfare tears. I've got a warfare tears. Sing with me, church. Cause Satan he loses. Oh yeah, he better get up on out of here. Well, I've got. Sounding good, y'all. Cause Satan, he loses. Oh, yeah. He better get up on out of here. Now it don't matter if you're walking in shoes like Job's. They could be Shadrachs, Meshachs, or Abednego's. But you gotta pray till you break through in your body and your soul and you get up off of your knees tell that devil huh, where to go come on and use come on use those cause Satan he loses oh yeah he better get up on out of here gotta use your come on use those Cause Satan he loses, oh yeah, he better get up on out of here. 
It don't matter if you're walking in shoes like Job's. They could be Shadrachs, Meshachs, or Abednego's. But you better pray till you break through in your body and your soul. And you get up off of your knees. Tell that devil where to go. Come on and use those. Come on, use those. Cause Satan, he loses. Oh, yeah. He better get up on out of here. Gotta use those. Come on, use those. Cause Satan, he loses. Oh, yeah. He better get up on out of here. We in war, y'all. Hut, two, three, four. I'm going to war. I'm going to war. Hut, two, three, four. On my knees, bringing in the sheaves. It's hut, two, three, four. I'm going to war. I'm going to war. Hut, two, three, four. On my knees, declaring war. We win. We win. Oh, don't you know we win? The devil's been defeated. We've got victory once again. We win. We win. Oh, don't you know we win? Use your warfare tears, my brother, we win. Come on and use your warfare tears, my brother, we win. You got to use those warfare tears, my brother, we win. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are winners. We're more than conquerors to them, love of us. Amen. Thank you, Pastor and First Lady, for allowing us to be here. Amen. And it's also always refreshing to see people. I've seen this about my third time in here. That speaks well of your church. Sometimes you go to places, you can't recognize faces anymore. But it's good to see people I've seen for a long time. I want to talk to you about not losing your expectation. Not losing your expectation. Take your Bible and let this stand. And as an act of reverence, as an actor, let this stand. And turn to Matthew, the 25th chapter. And I'm going to read verses 1 through uh, Matthew, 24, uh, 25th chapter. I'm going to read verses 1 through 14. It says this, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, who took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessel with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. At, my, at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, behold the bridegroom coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest, not, lest there not be enough for us and you. But, but go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourself. And while they went to buy, buy the bridegroom came, and they, they were ready, went in with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. And afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open the door to us. But he answered and said, Verily I said unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man comes. Lord, we thank you for this great church. We thank you for what you're doing here, dear Lord. And we pray that right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you'll anoint me as I speak your word, God, I pray. And I pray your word will challenge your people. Your word will inspire your people. Your word will convict your people. Your word will transform your people. Help me to preach with purpose and power and with authority, and most of all, with anointing. And all of God's people says, Amen. You may be seated. I need to locate my glasses. I think I got them. Yeah. I want to talk to you again about don't lose your expectation. I remember it was 1969. I was a sophomore sitting in college, and I was sitting in a chapel service. Some guys came down saying, we get ready to start a church in Chicago. And as they spoke, God spoke to my heart. He called me to Chicago. And after I got there, God also gave me another call. The other call is that he wanted me to work and live in Chicago. 
And uh, I went back to the campus for two years, probably every week as I talked to my friends. I talked about Chicago. My expectation was high. At the end of my senior year, I got a job offered. I got a job offered being a, I was a cook in the Army, and I cooked in college. And my supervisor wanted me to stay in Springfield pastor and be a cook in the cafeteria that he's going to open up. And he's going to pay me big money to do that. I didn't have any money offered in Chicago, but I had big money offered that. Hold on and see the devil tried to use that to distract me, to cause me to lose my expectation. I said, no way. I'm going to Chicago, and I'm going to work for God. And when I graduated, I packed all my clothes in the car and went to Chicago. Hallelujah. And I can actually tell you that's been a great situation for the glory of God. But you see, I never lost my expectation. And as I travel across America and observe Christians, Christians are losing their expectation about the coming of the Lord. We don't talk about it anymore. We are losing it for the glory of God. We are not excited about it anymore. But I pray that you would be the group of Christians, you be a group of Christians that will never lose your expectation. That you are excited because, you know, this world is getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And sometimes I wake up and say, God, how can it survive? How can it last in the Lord? Even so come, Lord Jesus, for the glory of God. Amen. Do I have people in this church today that are expecting the Lord to come? Sir and ma'am, he could come before this service is out. He could come tomorrow. He could come next week. But let's not lose our expectation. Let's stay excited. Let's stay excited about the Lord's come. Let's ask God to renew this excitement, the expectation, in our heart for the glory of God. Amen. May you and I never lose it. Here we have the coming of the Lord compared to a Jewish wedding. And Jesus gives us a description of it. It happens at night, and it was at midnight. And what would happen, the bridegroom would, uh, would, uh, the bridegroom would leave his house and go to the house of the bride. And, and for some reason, the wedding was delayed. This wedding was delayed. And, and the Bible tells us that there was five wise virgins, five foolish virgins, and the foolish virgin all went out, leaked out. I don't know. How many know that Christians, they're, Christians, they're losing their enthusiasm? They're losing their, they're losing their power. They're losing their desire to serve God. But may you and I not lose our expectation for the glory of God. They're slacking up. They don't go to church. As much. They don't read the Bible as much. Hallelujah. But may you and I keep our level of expectation. May the fire of God, the excitement of God, may the fire of God, may you say again and again, may you baptize me afresh and with the Holy Spirit. May you give me that life, that enthusiasm that I once had 20 or 30 years ago. Let's not lose it. Let's not let this world make us lose our expectation. Let's not let the things around us destroy us. Let's maintain our expectation for the glory of God. Why don't we raise our hands and help us, Lord. Help us as a church for the glory of God. Amen. May the good Lord help us to rise in the name of Jesus. How can we maintain? How can I, how can my friend here maintain? Or how can Dorothy maintain our expectation? We can maintain our expectation by focusing, by, by staying focused. How many of you know you got to stay focused? You know, you, nowadays, they, as you drive down a highway, and they'll say, stay focused, stop texting, and on and on, because texting calls accident. They're, you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to keep us focused. You know what? The Bible's trying to keep us focused on Jesus, and focus that Jesus may come back again for the glory of God. The Bible says they all became drowsy. It seemed like the church world is becoming drowsy. It seemed like the church is losing its enthusiasm. It seemed like the church is losing its fire. It seemed like the church is losing its interest. But my friend, let's not lose it for the glory of God. 
Others may lose it, but I tell God almost every day, God, help me not to lose this enthusiasm. Help me not to lose this zeal. Help me not to lose the power. Help me not to lose the anointing. Help me not to lose the expectation. You and I got to guard our heart because Satan want to steal our heart, steal our love. He'll use this world. He'll use pleasure. He'll use money. He'll use friends. He'll use nothing. But let's be determined that you and I am not going to let nothing. Hallelujah. I'm not going to let nothing turn me around. I'm not going to let nothing cause me to lose my my expectation. I'm not going to let nothing distract me. Hallelujah. Every now and then Satan try to bring things into our life to distract us. Hallelujah. But don't let it happen. I want to encourage you to rise in the name of Jesus and don't let it happen for the glory of God. Amen. Let you and I maintain our expectation. I remember when I was a child, I, it wouldn't go by a month, you wouldn't hear a song about the coming of the Lord. Now you never hear anything. May the good Lord help us. Help us to maintain our person. Uh, expectation. As I say, Satan used things to distract us. He uses our job. I meet people who says, I work too much to go to church. I work too much to pray. I work too much to read the Bible. What's happening? Satan is using a good thing, hallelujah, to distract them. Every now and then I meet somebody that says, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to have a good time. Sunday is the only day that I have to, to rest and have a good time. You know what? He's causing you to lose your expectation. Don't let it happen for the glory of God. And all, I, how many knows sometimes the devil will allow a friend to come into our lives, to draw us away from God. God, help us not to let that happen for the glory of God. Help, as we said, as the pastor said, Dave, to help us to turn our eyes on Jesus. Help us to keep focus about eternity and the things of God. If you and I don't, the devil will distract us. And we don't want that to happen for the glory of God. Amen. Make sure the one of the things I want to do every day I pray for my relatives. I pray for my brothers and sisters. And I say, God, I want I don't want one brother to be or one sister to be lost for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Because I'm expecting Jesus to come. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to make sure that they say, I'm be, be determined we're not gonna let anything the side trucks. And let's not become drowsy for the glory of God. It says in Colossians 3 to set your affection. Hallelujah. Every now and then we got to check what we love more. Do I love this world more than I do God? Do I love pleasure more than God? Do I love money more than I do God? If anything is moving ahead of God, we got we to gotta deal with it. Hallelujah. God has to be number one. Our soul has to love Jesus more than anything. I love Jesus more than the Chicago. I love Jesus more than I do the bears. I love Jesus more than I do the cub, the curtain. Let's keep our love for God. Hallelujah. Let's stay our love. Hallelujah. Let's ask God to quicken the love that he's given us. The Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. The day that you were saved, God gave you a love for it. Make sure that love is growing. Is that love growing? Make sure you have a passion for God, for the glory of God. Amen. When we raise our hands and say, God, quicken the love in my heart. May the Lord help us. Hallelujah. I crawl out of bed every morning around 4.30 or 5 o'clock and my expectation Jesus could come today. May God help us. Amen. Two, two is we can maintain our expectation by making proper preparation. How many know we got to make preparation? It says, the wise one took all in their lap. May you and I stay filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Make, make, let's make sure that every now and then, I, as I walk and pray every morning, I say, God, I need a fresh encounter. Hallelujah. The encounter I had with you 20 years ago won't last. Hallelujah. I need a new touch. I need a new revelation. I need a new kind. Anybody need a new touch? Hallelujah. Anybody need a new encounter, a fresh encounter? Brothers and sisters, that's proper preparation. Let's not grow old. Let's grow, grow in relationship with God. Amen. Let's keep a new 
relationship with God, a new experience, a new encounter, a new feeling, a new empowerment, a new revelation, a new word. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. God help us. But the Bible says, the foolish our brethren didn't make preparation. They didn't take extra oil. But God help us. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you have, let me ask you the question. Do you have enough of the Holy Spirit to help you get through? How many know it's, it's getting rougher and rougher to live for the Lord in America? Yeah, amen. It's getting rougher and rougher. But, oh, God, the Holy Spirit will keep you. He'll keep you true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He'll strengthen you. Hallelujah. In the hour of trial, how many know trials and tribulations and temptation and suffering are, are part of life? But how many know that God will strengthen you? Hallelujah. God will encourage you. God will renew your strength for the glory of God. Just you and I, why don't we raise our hand and ask God to strengthen us and renew us and empower us for the glory of God. Amen. You know, I tell people that if you don't prepare for eternity here, it's over after this, after I close my eyes in death. Hallelujah. God has designed all of this life. Just thank my wife, 70 years old. God has given us 70 years to prepare and live for God. Let you and I keep working for God. Yes. It's not enough to get saved. We don't get saved and sit down. We get saved and work for God until the day we die. Hallelujah. God help us to, man, to work for God. You can call for somebody. You can pray for somebody. You can encourage somebody. There's something that all of us can do for God. Let's work for God. Let the Bible say, be faithful unto death, and God will give us a crown of life. Let you and I be faithful in prayer. Let's be faithful in studying the Word. Let's be faithful in witness. And let's be faithful in uh, living for God until we die for the glory of God. Amen. May the Lord help us. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Friend, it's a fact Jesus is coming back again. Hallelujah. And it's a fact that you're going to be rewarded. You, you're going to be rewarded. Nobody else may reward you in this life. But the day is coming. God is going to reward you. God is going to reward you for teaching that Sunday school class. God is going to reward you for visiting others. God is going to reward you for praying for others. God is going to reward you for encouraging others. Let, let's continue to be faithful to God. God is going to reward us for the glory of God. Scripture said, Therefore, be also ready for such an hour. He will come. God, help me. Help us to stay ready. Let's not lose our readiness. Help us. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Then thirdly, you can maintain your expectation by staying clean. Or on, I'm a cook. I was a cook in the Army. Then I cooked my way through college, and my wife is on my case now because I've started cooking again. And I try to tell her that when I was an army pastor, we had KPs, and, and they cleaned up the kitchen. All right. And when I was in college, all right, I had workers. They cleaned up the kitchen. And my wife said, no, you got to keep your own kitchen clean. Glory to God. And that's what God is saying to us. Let's keep our lives clean. Hallelujah. There's so much filth in this world. We get dirty. We walk outside and get dirty. But God, help us to stay clean. It's, you know what it says in this text? The, the, you, uh, they said, they all arose and trimmed their lamps. Hallelujah. Every now and then we need to examine ourselves. Every now and then we need to examine our motive. Every now and then we need to examine our priorities. Every now and then we need to examine what I'm more interested in. It's time for the church to examine itself. Let's trim our lamps. Let's clean our lives. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to wash us again. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to cleanse us. Hallelujah. Wash me. Hallelujah. Wash me in your blood. 
God, keep me clean. Keep me ready for the coming of the Lord. When the Lord comes, I want to be ready. How many want to be ready when he comes? Let's you and I stay clean. Let's stay clean. Let's ask God to cleanse us from the filth of this world, from the evil that's in the world for the glory. Amen. May the Lord help us to rise in the name of Jesus and stay clean. I ask God to cleanse me daily. Help me to avoid the very appearance of evil. I ask God to break strongholds in my life that Satan will use to lure me back to me. Oh, may God help us. God, help me to encourage. How many know we need to encourage others? In fact, the Bible tells us that let's encourage one another. When the early Christians met one another on the streets of Jerusalem, they would say, Maranatha, hallelujah, the Lord is coming, hallelujah. When was the last time you encouraged somebody to hold on? When you was the last time you encouraged somebody to not give up? When was the last time you encouraged somebody to not turn back? People are falling away. I, I went to a church this morning, and the pastor said when the virus came in, people left, and they haven't come back. It's time for you and I to rise in the name of Jesus, and Make a phone call. It's time for you and I to arrive in the name of Jesus and pray for somebody that have drifted away. Says, sir and ma'am, last night drifted away. Hallelujah. We're getting closer and closer to the coming of the Lord. Let's hold on in spite of the temptation. Let's hold on in spite of the trial. Let's hold on in spite of the difficulty. Because guess what? Jesus is coming for the glory of God. God, help us for the glory of God. Help us to encourage. When was the last time you made that encouragement, that phone call to encourage somebody? Encourage them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yesterday I sat down and talked to a pastor. I encouraged him not to walk away from the ministry. The bottom line, Satan is fighting because he knows he only got a little time to fight. Hallelujah. But it's time for Christians who got their oil, got their lamps filled. They're full of peace. They're full of joy. They're full of the power of God. Hallelujah. They're full of the anointing. Hallelujah. It's time for us to go forth and touch people. It's time for us to go forth and heal people. It's time for us to go forth and persuade people. It's time for us to go forth and encourage people. May you and I arrive in the name of Jesus and do it for the glory of God. Hallelujah. May the good Lord help us. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm working hard, my sister and brother, to keep my kitchen clean in Chicago. Just as I'm working hard to keep my kitchen clean, I'm working hard to keep my life clean. May God help us. But it ain't going to happen unless you and I focus on it. Nothing happens, nothing hard happens automatically. May God give us that determination. Amen. The Bible tells us if we confess our sins, he's faithful. Aren't you glad that we have a faithful God? Faithful and just to cleanse us. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Fourthly, we can, make, we, can, we, can, uh, we can maintain our expectation by reading the signs. This, the coming of the Lord shouldn't surprise nobody. In the even unsaved people know something that's getting ready to happen. They they know. They I have people that are unsaved will come up to me sometimes. I don't know what's going on. This world is getting evil. I, I, you, I couldn't imagine the things that are going on. You couldn't imagine 20 or 30 years ago that things are going on. Amen. What our leaders are saying, what our leaders are doing, what's coming across our television, how wicked and evil this world is becoming. You know, friend, I tell you what, it's pointing to one thing. Our Lord is coming. Hallelujah. Let's keep our eyes on the eastern sky. Our Lord is coming. The signs are pointing there. Hallelujah. The signs of the false 
false crisis, the signs of the false prophet, the signs of the conflict around the world. There's only one sign to be completed. That's getting this gospel in every country, to every nation. And let you and I as a church continue to work hard, make sacrifice to get this gospel around the world, around the world, in every country, in every nation. And then the Bible says, then the Lord is going to come. Hallelujah. I don't know when that's going to happen. That may happen tomorrow. It may happen next week. It may not happen next year. When we get into the final country, the final country, and preach this gospel, hallelujah. May God help us. I can remember, sister, as a little child, we lived in the country. And my mother and father would give us a responsibility to do. And as kids, pastor, when they went to town, we'd get distracted. We'd start playing. We'd get involved in other things. But you know what we'd do? We'd keep our eyes on that dirt road. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's keep our eyes on the sign. Hallelujah. Keep our eyes on a dirt road. Hallelujah. And when we see that dirt, that dirt going, we run to start cleaning up our room, start washing the dishes. It's time for the church to keep their eyes on the sign. The sign should motivate us. The sign should inspire us. It should inspire us to live for God. It should inspire us to stay clean. It should inspire us to stay holy. It should inspire us to work for God. I encourage you, the church, let's keep our eyes on the sign. The sign says the Lord is getting ready to come. Don't let Satan distract you. Don't get so involved in this world. Let's go get involved in doing other things that we lose sight of the sign. Hallelujah. I avoided a lot of whoopings as a child because I kept my eyes on the sign, on the, on the, on the road, on the dust. Hallelujah. If you keep your eyes on the sign, the devil will not distract you. He will not turn you around. You will not become discouraged. You will not throw in the towel. Keep your eyes on the sign. The signs in America. The signs around this world are pointing to the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. Why don't we raise our hands and open our eyes so we can see and understand the sign for the glory of God. Hallelujah. 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 What am I saying to you as a church today? What am I saying to use the name of it today? Don't lose it. <laughs> a lot of friends are losing it. A lot of churches are losing it. Don't let your church lose it. Don't you lose it. <laughs> Let's stay on fire for God. Let's don't allow ourselves to grow cold. Hallelujah. Let's go. Let's don't allow ourselves to grow cold. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's stay focused on God's work. Hallelujah. Let's start, start focused on what God called you to do. Every now and then I meet Christians who said, you know what? I don't go to church anymore because I went to church and somebody hurt me. Or the pastor did this or somebody did that. You, would, you know what Satan did? Satan got that focus off wrong. That's hallelujah. I keep my eyes on Jesus. Thank God for the church. Thank God for my brothers and sisters. But keep your eyes on Jesus. And Satan will not turn you around. But if you focus on other people and what they're saying and what they're doing, get your eyes off of people. Get your eyes on Jesus. Turn your eyes on Jesus. And the things of this world will grow strangely dim. I urge you. I plead with you. I beg you to keep your eyes on Jesus for the glory of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and God, help us. I can maintain my expectation by making proper, proper, proper preparation. Every day, somebody asks me, when are you going to quit preaching? I'm not, <laughs> until I get home. Hallelujah, hallelujah. May God help us to make proper preparation. Proper preparation, whatever God has assigned you to do, make sure you do it. Make sure you do it with all your heart. Make sure you stay saved. Stay filled with the Holy Spirit. 
Stay on fire for God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. If you're losing your fire, hallelujah, go back to the altar and ask God to rekindle that fire for the glory of God. Amen. You can maintain your expectation by staying clean. May God help us to stay clean. And you can maintain your expectation by reading the signs of evil and wickedness that are all around us. May God help us. Amen. All of us from time to time need to ask God to quicken our expectation. Or we need to ask God to raise my level of expectation. Hallelujah. Raise my level of expectation, dear Lord. Oh, God, may there be a work of the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit help me stay focused on Jesus, on the work of God, what he's called me to do. Amen. I don't want to lose my focus for the glory of God. May God help me to keep my life clean. May God help me to stay filled with the Holy Spirit. May God help me to work for him. May God help me to read this sign. Why don't we stand all over the place? You're here today. Let's close our eyes. And You're here today and you're not right with him. And you want to get right with him. And you'd say, Pastor, would you pray for me? I want to know that if I die today, I'd go to heaven. I want to get right, I want to get right with God. Or run. Is there one? Or you may be here today and you've noticed in your own personal life you've been losing some of your expectation. I want to ask you what areas in it, but you've been losing it. You're not as fired up as you used to be. You're not as turned on about working for God. You're not as turned on about going to God's house. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. You stop the preparation, and you want to start preparing again. You need a fresh encounter with God, a fresh filling with the Holy Spirit, a fresh encounter. Hallelujah. A fresh revelation. You need a touch for the glory of God. Hallelujah. And you need God to maybe do some cleansing in your own life. He'll do it if you'll yield to him. If you need prayer in any of those areas, just step out and come to the altar. I won't ask you what it is. All I'm going to do is just pray with you. Just step out and come to the altar today, and I'll pray with you. Hallelujah. You need prayer in any area. Just step out and come to the altar. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. We thank you, dear Lord. May you give us a new thirst, a new hunger, a new time for God. Just step out and come on down to the altar. Don't look around. It's not about anybody else. See, there are Christians that are growing cold. They're losing their fire. They're losing their zeal. They're losing their excitement. Hallelujah. Just step out and come on down. We thank you, dear Lord. We thank you, dear Lord. Wonderful, Jesus. We give you praise. Wonderful. We got time. I feel God in this place. We thank you. We give you praise and glory. Wonderful, Jesus. We give you praise and glory. Yes, we thank you. Wonderful. Glory to God. We thank you, dear. There's nothing 